pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 278. Today I'm going to chat with Mike Jones, aka Grantham, discuss hey. a victory over the ATF in court, highlight a new gun from POF, and talk about a new moving service you probably haven't thought of. I am your host, Ava Flannell, and Mike, how are you doing? Oh, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Dude, I have right now, I have a little Peaches who is just like clawing up my freaking legs so that she can get on my lap. How big is she like pound wise? <clears throat> so she's actually like six pounds. So she's like the You're biggest, big. biggest big dog, dog I've ever had, actually. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, well, it's the only dog you've ever had, isn't it? No, really? Oh, really? So, oh, gosh, do you even follow me? Apparently not. I've only known you to have that little teeny dog. Well, so I've had three teeny dogs. Oh my Peaches God. is my third. This is like your thing. Yeah. So, okay. There was Sparkles. Okay. Then there was Tickles. And now there's Peaches. Good God. And if you need help naming your dog, naming obviously your dog, I'm really I good at it. I will make sure to come to Ava Flannel. <laughs> <laughs> Ava Flannel. How many times do you get that? Oh, God. Too many times. Although. And you're like, and we're cutting this part out. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Actually, so I was thinking about coming out with my own flannel line. And I should. reached out to, man, what are they called? Dixon flannels? Dixon flannels. Yeah, I reached out to them and they were like, no way. Yeah, they were like, yeah, okay, you just have to buy a thousand of them. And I'm like, I don't know if I have a thousand people that would buy my flannel. And then I, I, I would buy a flannel. That's one. Aw, thanks. And Peaches probably would if they make them in extra, extra, extra small. Peaches doesn't make any fucking money. So good well, luck. you're right. We got to start her on Instagram. She needs to start making money. <laughs> You should. We have our, our dog has an Instagram, uh, Moo. He's got like 30,000 followers, I think. For real? I didn't even know this about you. Yeah, Moo Man, sometimes I wonder no, sorry, if we're no, even I'm, friends. I'm totally wrong. He, he has like 12,000 followers, so not that many. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Humble brag. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, Small humble brag. So I asked Dixon, I was like, okay, can we do like 500? And can we do a, what is it called? Like a private label? I'm like, yeah. Do I get a better rate if Dixon, the name Dixon, is an Onyx? Honestly, I'm like, meh. I mean, they make good flannels. Yeah. And I think it was like, they still quoted me. It was like $55 a shirt. And I was like, what the hell? Well, you know, uh, I mean, they're probably, are they making their own or are they middle nanny? I don't know enough about them. I don't but know. Like most companies, they're middle they're nanny not usually. their own stuff. And yeah. So you're, you're middle nannying through a middleman. Yeah. Like the prices is getting marked up every time it goes through the supply chain. Yeah. So if any of my listeners have a, you know, a hookup, a flannel company at a sweatshop, (laughs) God, (laughs) just kidding, not a sweatshop, uh, American made, let me know because I would like to put out my own flannel line. And you know what? I mean, we might as well go with it. Right. And then, hey, oh man, we should collaborate and have our own, like you and I. Uh, Yeah. It'd be, it's like Grantham and, Grantham flannel with Ava flannel. That's actually really hard to say. Yeah, it is. Why don't we just do daddy flannel? flannel? I will literally jump off a cliff if <laughs> I include daddy in any of my marketing anywhere. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it would be a good selling point, but whatever. Okay. So Smith and Wesson. I don't know if you've had a chance to get your hair. Oh, wait, you did. 
You did oh, have it. Metal gun. Yeah, because yes. didn't you just test it in like freezing weather? No, no. So well, we did the uh, the original M and P two So they've made a couple trigger changes. So I don't know how the new trigger will do because mm-hmm. the old trigger was a hinge design, which allowed it to like break through a lot of crud. So I'm actually not sure if the new trigger design will allow it to do it because it's much more Glock in nature. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll test it soon. Well, well, which one was this? So it was just the regular polymer. 2.0? Yeah, the MMP 2.0, like uh, the the compact, essentially the Glock 19, uh, okay. but MMP 2.0, and it, it's awesome. I love that gun. Yeah. Um, it runs through everything. But the metal one, uh, here I go on a tangent. Am I supposed to go on a tangent right now? Are they no, a sponsor? Yeah, of course they're responsible. Well, unfortunately. Um, so uh, <laughs> I think that the new metal one looks horrible. I think really? it looks really bad. Yes. So oh, yeah. Have you look, at the, look at the finish. No, I love the finish. It's kind of like you, a nice, you like, like the weird sparkly silver finish. Yeah. It's I, nice. It's Okay. So when they originally brought it to me, they're like, uh, which one do you want? And the five inch gun has that weird, stupid thing where they like carve back on it. It makes it look like a dude with no chin. And I'm like, who is like doing your design work? I think it looks, I think it looks terrible. I'm going to be honest. The gun feels fine. I know this is me nitpicking. The gun feels good and everything. And uh, it, the recoil impulse is really nice on it, a little bit better than the 2.0. But man, I just don't think they look good at all. Really? So I thought they, because it's only two ounces heavier, the metal versus the polymer, but mm-hmm. it's just, it seems like the weight is distributed a little bit better. And I think it shoots really well. I actually just had, because uh, I started doing scenario shooting, yeah. trying to get into competitions, like, oh, um, but I had the competitor, actually, no, I lied. So I had the competitor frame and then I put the metal slide on it because oh, I was cool. too lazy to take off the optic and it was already zeroed in. Yeah. So I was like, screw it. We're just going to switch these out. And yeah, it worked. Yeah, full send. And yeah. And so I had both of them with me just in case if there was like a malfunction or something. Cause yeah. I didn't try it beforehand. And so two of the guys at the snares, they're like, can I shoot your gun? So I was like, well, here, let me put it together. So you could actually get the feel for like the metal and the competitor. And they loved both and they weren't even Smith and Wesson fans. And the guy previously, oh, yeah. he was like, nah, I don't like the Palmer pistols, but he loved the metal and he ended up buying the competitor after we left the range. So, Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So well, I mean, I it's, it's, they're great guns. I mean, I am nitpicking, but like, I really want you to, and I've talked about this before in my channel, but like, let's go back to like the 19, like 20s, 1930s, like guns were so pretty. There was so much um, thought put into the way they look. They're elegant looking. The triggers were all incredible on these weapons. I mean, there's just single stage, you know, safety weapons and everything. Um, but like think about weapons like the Browning High Power, the Mauser C96, the the Luger. These are gorgeous weapons. And then like guns have just gotten so fucking ugly, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like there's there's no style that we used to have to these firearms. Like from the Walther PDP to the MP 2.0 to the Glock, like everything is is become so like I don't they just don't look good. Like there's not been a a, a modern uh handgun that's come out. Um well, I mean, a, a few I can think of that are, that look good, but like most of them just don't look good. Like, well, which ones do you think of, look good? Uh, like the this the Nighthawk Sandhawk is a gorgeous weapon. The mm-hmm. uh, the the Nighthawk Enforcer. Uh, I don't know, but I, I wasn't really impressed with them. I did shoot a few of their guns, and I'm like, okay, it's one. It's they're really expensive. Impressed with the Nighthawk. I wasn't. No. What? No, I wasn't. Which ones did you shoot? I shot the one that's chambered in 30 Super Carry. 
Okay, I was we'll like, fuck that round. I was like, cool. No, that round is actually, you'll see, that round's going to take over. Just give it a few I years. I don't, okay, hold on, hold on. So this is going to require, like, to, to get the price of that round to somewhere where people are going to be able to shoot enough to get good with it. Yeah, it's the price need, of 380 I just don't, like, how long is this going to be supported for? Uh, so I know that there's more manufacturers jumping on board where they're going to be creating guns that are chambered in 30 super carry. Yeah. And federal is pushing them out where you see them. It's definitely, I wouldn't say, so I wouldn't recommend anybody buying a 30 super carry maybe right away. I would still wait a few months, but you yeah. keep seeing it. It's like, I mean, their ammo is definitely more available. And then, like I said, it's the cost of 380, which think about how many people out there already have 380s. And mm -hmm. recoil is very similar to 380. It has the power of nine, but mm -hmm. it's a much smaller diameter caliber. So you're able to fit a hell of a lot more rounds, about 20% more yeah. in the mag. So I don't know. I just think it's like a win-win. I, I, I need to do, I need some ballistic tests on this. I'm, this is going up on the channel. We need to ballistic test this. Um, every time I see one of these like new carry calibers, I'm just... Uh, I mean, yeah, it's hard to say if it's like, oh, okay, this is going to last. You know, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, the 45 gap. And I'm like, oh, God. Or, um, seven sig. There's been so many different yeah. rounds. Um, I get it, right? Like, there's always incremental improvements to ammunition. So I am a skeptic on, on, on everything because I've seen, I mean, you, you probably as well, you've seen so much. Yeah. Um, so I just, I, I need to see the performance of this round. Um, you know, you know to, what? To really At SHOT Show, I'm going to introduce you to Federal and I'm just going to be like, look, give this skeptic some ammo and have him test it. Because I think once you shoot it, you're going to be like, because it also, it it's so fast. Yeah. It's a much quicker round. So the operation of the gun, because the ammo just goes off so much quicker, it gets back into, you know. The recoil the cycles is short. Yes. Thank you. And you get much quicker on target. And it's just kind of like, you just have to shoot it to like really be like, okay, this is because when they first came out, I was like, ah, oh, cool. Another round. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I have, you know, luckily I have an ammo sponsor and I am sponsored by federal, but sure. in my basement, I mean, I have a whole thing of like, you know, ammo and I'm just like, sometimes I do like to just stick with, you know, your typical calibers because I don't need a ton of rows of different, you know, calibers that I'll probably only use like a few times out of the year to do some testing. Sure. So I was, I'm, I'm I was definitely on the fence, but can we go back to talking about Smith and Wesson? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. I don't know how we talked about 30, uh, super, super carrier, whatever. Well, yeah. Okay. As but, I was saying, I just, I, I think that guns are ugly nowadays. <laughs> I don't know, but I also don't mind polymer pistols. I don't think well, that no, they're I, ugly, but I also didn't really go for like the old, I mean, the same thing with cars, right? Like, yeah. Some people are into old used cars. Some people are into newer cars. My dad collects old used cars. I think he has like, I don't know, 40 of them, yeah. like fully restored. They're beautiful and I'll appreciate the beauty of it. But I'm just like, yeah, but if I had to choose between some old car and the latest and greatest with all the upgrades and stuff, like I'm going sure, for the I, newer gun. I get you. And to be clear, I do carry a Glock 17, right? So like despite all that, I, I still carry worse the modern polymers because I I know the benefits to them. They're 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 easy to shoot. They're reliable, et cetera, et cetera. I'm surprised. It's just With the way you're lamenting. talking. I'm surprised Let it's not lament. a 1911 45. Can I, can I lament about design and things looking pretty? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's all I got. In any case, I'm really interested to see how the new Smith and Wesson trigger does. Now that they've changed that design.
Yeah. Um, but I do agree with you that it is a very nice um, recoil impulse on the on the metal. So what was Smith the impulse. result of that, though? Did you do the testing side by side with a Glock? And was Smith & Wesson, it outperformed the Glock? Oh, or yeah. No? Oh, yeah. 100%. It, it was the most bizarre thing ever. So we've done two tests. So one video hasn't come out yet. So we'll talk about that because probably by the time this podcast comes out that it'll be out so we did we've done freezing tests on pistols and then we've done uh we just did a mud test on pistols and surprisingly the mnp 2.0 is the undisputed champion of all those uh for whatever reason i think it's um mostly due to the the, the trigger mechanism mm-hmm. uh, the old one the hinge design it's able to really push through a lot of grit and it just it functions um in the in the freezing pistol test, it ran. It didn't choke up at all. Um, almost every gun failed um, in that test. Uh, the Sig M18 also did really well. Uh, in the mud test, um, very similar. It had zero issues. The MMP 2.0. Um, again, this is the older hinge trigger, and uh, the only other guns that did well were the oh goodness. Funny enough, the Nighthawk Enforcer, mm-hmm. which is a 1911-45 ACP, didn't hold and up. then somehow, somehow. The Desert Eagle and 50 Action Express did wonderfully, which I think was a fluke because that gun is usually not very reliable. Yeah, but, that's interesting. You know, it, it was a bizarre test. Sigma 18 did pretty well. Walther PDP did okay. And then pretty much everything else is choked up. Glock's choked up. Huh. We had like three iterations of Glock and... Uh, and yeah, I mean, despite that, I still carry a Glock 17. Yeah, I, I was like, I was like, I but... But, okay. well, I mean, it's, it is a ridiculous test. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, exactly. So it's not that big of a deal. Uh, people get really wrapped up in the test, but uh, you know, I, yeah. I've carried that Glock. I have a, it's a Gen Three. I've carried it for forever, man. Like maybe four years, hmm. five years, no longer since 2017. Nice. How old am How old am I? I don't know. I stopped <laughs> counting after I turned 30. <laughs> yeah, we're middle aged. You know oh, I hate it. No, I don't know. We're not middle aged. <laughs> I'm middle aged. I'm 36, Ada. Dude, I'm the same age as you. Are you really? Yeah, I just put anti-wrinkle cream on. Maybe you should try it one day. <laughs> the skincare product? I, I am aging like a fine wine. At least that's what Ash tells me. She says hi, by the way. Oh, tell her I said hi. I will. And tell uh, her tell yeah. her to get you some sunscreen and some anti-aging cream, some nighttime, Believe you me, know. She, she is on it, like uh, trying to make me do it. I'm just so bad because I, I feel like I, I don't know. I get it's it. not comfortable having all this crap on your face. It is. It's kind of weird. Your face feels a little bit oily at times, you know? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to wrap up this ad read, which is like the longest ad read ever. Is this an ad read? Yeah. I refuse to call this an ad read. (laughs) I was just talking about Smith & Wesson. This is not an ad read. (laughs) On my end, it's an ad read. So guys, check out smith-wesson.com. All right, Grand I paid for this crap. I did great for them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. Sorry. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. Okay, so it's been actually a little over a year since I've had you on this show, which... Has it been that long? Yeah, according to my editor, it has. Which actually, I think the last time I had you on the show... That would make sense because I was going through like all this crap with getting my house redone... Uh, remodeled right. and i wasn't even filming from my studio it was how are you how are your plants doing by the way oh my plants are doing amazing so my right. new house has all these windows which is really why i bought the house it wasn't because i was like oh i need six bedrooms yeah i don't even know what the hell i'm doing with these all these bedrooms but 
the windows. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing with all the, those. Well, curtains. it's for my plants because now <laughs> that I have all these like extra room and windows and majority of my house faces south, like all the windows and stuff. So I oh, have cool. all the sunlight like throughout the day. My plants are thriving. Like what they're putting out, they would put out during the summertime and it's winter. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's Let bad me know all. if the- you need any uh, plant advice. Well, uh, I mean, the biggest thing I need is space because we don't, um, we actually downsize our house because I feel like you, you always buy too much house more than you really need. So we were determined when we moved to Idaho to like get like something more manageable. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, kind of good, kind of bad because we got four kids. So it's just chaos. So I'll tell you what, you can have a couple kids as like a treat and you know. No, I don't think I want <laughs> I don't know. I think sometimes I think I want kids and then I'm like, yeah, but I also really, I like having a nice clean house. You, like I said, you can just have ours on like a, it's like a, a loan program. I could be we'll like, loan them to you. I could be aunt Ava. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just loan them to you for uh, you know, like a trial period and you'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh my but gosh. We'll, I could be, I could be aunt flannel. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for, you know, let's say people haven't heard of you have not sure. heard of grand thumb. What is it that you do? Sure. Um, so Grantham is a YouTube channel. We review guns. We do science tests. We, we talk about uh, survival. We talk about end of world preparation. We talk about it all. We try to have a pretty wide repertoire of the type of uh, content that we do. And it's actually for a very good reason, which we can talk about um, yeah, at some point. What's the good reason? Oh, um, yeah, sure. So. A lot of people get confused. Um, we always get, you, you get, I feel like the bigger you get, the more criticism you get, right? Yeah. So people are like, I would like, um, I would like the old Grantham back, you know, where you did it on the black screen stuff. And, uh, you know, people are always nostalgic for the past, I guess. But, you know, what we have to consider is, is oh, my dog keeps barking. You're good. Your dog is just pumped that I'm, I would, that I'm talking. I'm trying to cover her mouth right now. <laughs> that's not going to, that's not going to help. I'm like putting my hands around her mouth, like, nope, just don't open that mouth. And then it sounds like somebody is like choking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure it's fine. It's, uh, it's totally fine. Hold on. Let me but, just, let me yeah, just open, Take, let uh-huh. me open this door real quick so she can go running out. One second. All right, let's just wait just a few seconds. I think there's somebody yeah, just good. delivering. I something. hope this all makes it into the podcast because this is real. I know. I think I think it should. We should just keep it. Yeah, 100%. Um, are you playing with a pen or something? Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I fidget. I'll stop. Yeah, I'm like, okay, it's cool. It's getting old. I'm ready to kill yeah. you. No, <laughs> I, no I, I fidget. I, I have to like do something with my hands when I talk. Um, you can see it in my videos too. Like I'm always, I'm a hand talker. Yeah. I'm definitely a hand talker. So. All right. So, okay. So just maybe start over. Yep. So um, I think, I feel like the bigger that you get on, you know, your social media, the more criticism you face because uh, there's going to be more people. Therefore, you know, the number of people who are going to be critical of your content is going to be higher. So like the one thing that we've heard a lot is like, I want the old Grantham back, you know, the black screen, talking and all that kind of stuff but our engagement was really low we did that to be honest Mm -hmm. um because people people really seem to connect a lot more with the review with a video we're actually on the range so we actually made a pretty concerted effort to 
relocate a lot of our filming onto the range. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good too because it, that allows us to, um, you know, shoot the guns that are in the review to to show it. I think in a in a better light. So that's one criticism we have. But the other problem is going to be. Uh, like what's what's the mission statement of Grantham? So the mission statement of Grantham, um, and this is internal, so I don't expect anybody to know this, but um, it is we we are trying to change the the way that firearms are thought about completely on on a on a social scale, mm-hmm. right? So the way that in my mind, and everybody plays their their roles in in helping with gun rights, right? But in my mind, the way we win. Uh, back rights the way that we that we kind of change what direction America is going is based on what what does a young population think of guns right mm-hmm. you ask like the average 13 year old what do you think of guns their their answer is going to be the future right because they're going to be the voting population soon the, a 16 year old a 17 year old 18 year old this younger population is going to determine in many ways what the rights are going to be because they're an active voter population and if they think that guns are weird stupid that they're used by psychopaths or whatever then that's going to affect our rights so on our end we've been really trying hard with a concerted effort to do about 25 to 50 percent of our monthly content to be content that is directed towards a wider audience mm-hmm. and the idea behind that is to draw on a younger audience with this i would suppose you could say more um kind of approachable material this would be material that you know kids can watch or that uh, a younger population that could watch that's kind of not more non-threatening um and then at the same time we kind of uh right after that content we'll post pretty our pretty heavy content whether it be gun reviews or in depth on how to survive an ambush or something like that so we're trying to mix those in so we draw on this audience and then we can um, hit them with what i think are more important facts right like uh you know guns aren't just rights but they're they're innate this is a natural right of not just like um you know, just because you're in the United States, you don't just get to own guns, but it's it's natural. You have a natural right to self-defense, and this extends to um, defending yourself against the government, et cetera, et cetera. You know, mm-hmm. this is all inherent. And so getting that message across has been what's been really important to us. So kind of putting our content in a way that we can appeal to the wider audience, then draw them in with our more serious content has really been the way that we've been approaching things recently. And we've been seeing great success doing that. Um, I'm, I'm really proud of, I think the impact that we've been able to make, because I can't tell you how many um, times we run into uh, a younger population. We watched our audience skew younger to the people who recognize us and talk to us. And I think that's a win. I think this is one way that we win. You know, that's just me showing my hand, I guess, on our strategy. But yeah, that's what yeah. we've been kind of doing. No, I felt I like I rambled. That. I felt like I was like a, a villain right now, like going on my montage. <laughs> no. <laughs> Caught me monologuing, you know? I, I actually love it because even my friend, she has a nine-year-old and he was just like, so Ava, okay, so since you're a YouTuber, do you know Kentucky Ballistics? Yeah, and, exactly. And I was just like, huh, that's crazy that he would know Kentucky Ballistics. But I think you're right. Like if... Hold on. Now I shut the door and my dog needs to get back in. She, I swear that's the worst. She's just trying to make her, you know, her name yeah, known on the wants, show. <laughs> she just wants to love you. One second. Yeah, you're good. 
But I do think that this is definitely the way to market yourself to younger people. And that's like one of the things that I can't stand about the NRA is like we're not really doing a lot to, you know, market to the youth. And ultimately, they are going to be the ones that are going to vote for rights in the future. And if we want to preserve, you know, our Second Amendment rights, then I think that it, you know, it comes with education and demystifying a lot of the things that the media tends to, you know, show and yeah, and how they say I, that, you know, guns are bad and stuff like that. So I love it. I yeah, I, I mean, it, everything, everything has its purpose. Everything has its place, right? From Demo Ranch, Kentucky doing, um, you know, much more common content. I, mm-hmm. I've seen their fans. They're, they're young kids. They're all like six to eight year old kids. And it's awesome, right? It's getting these guys, uh, these, these kids into understanding that firearms are just natural, right? You, you grow up shooting and that's totally cool, right? That's, that's more like how the United States used to be um, back in the day. So like what they're doing is important. And a lot of people criticize those guys for not talking about like politics all the time, but at the same time, like their audience is like eight-year-olds. Like and, and I don't, yeah. any, I, I really don't think that's the way to win it. So everyone has their place, you know, mm-hmm. there's not one way to do it. You have guys like the FPC, um, you know, doing their their legal work and you have guys uh, making social media and you have guys teaching like you're out there teaching like every weekend, every week uh, teaching. There's there's so many different ways to approach it. And I think everything's multifaceted. Right. There's not just one singular way that's going to preserve our natural right to self-defense or natural right to be armed. But it's going to be uh, everything together combined. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. I so agree. Uh, we're just we're just one of the many little cogs. Um, I hope helping to preserve it, helping to um, ensure that that our firearm rights are, don't just die with our generation, but that they continue for you know until the end of mankind. You know, because I, I very much so believe in uh, you know firearm possession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ATF also. Right. I agree. I'm going to take a quick break. Talk about mantis. Have you had any experience with Mantis? Yeah, um, actually a, a teeny bit. Uh, it was fun. They're, they're cool. We do, I mean, obviously on my end, we do a lot of dry fire training. Mm-hmm. So um, anything to make that a little bit easier and a little bit more interactive is really nice. Yeah, I agree. So I just put out a video where I'm using it on the range. So the X10, the Mantis X10, um, you could actually, not only can you dry fire it with it, but you could also use it with live fire, which I think is key because especially if like people anticipate the recoil a lot of times they're like well i mean i do this with my students all the time i'll put snap caps in their magazine i'm like okay and i'll be like turn your back for a second do some live ammo some snap caps so they don't know what to expect because a lot of students will say like they're not going to anticipate the shot when they know that there isn't anything in it you know when they're dry firing so when you bring that system to the range and use it and you're actually shooting live ammo it definitely makes a difference and it's kind of interesting to see, but I think their system is the only system on the market that allows you to do both. There's a couple out there, but I really do like Mantis. I understand we're also doing a read. Is so there? Gonna, is there? Yeah, but, oh, okay. There's well, some good stuff out there, but Mantis is really good. I really do like their system quite a bit. Okay. So I didn't know that there was other systems out there. Where you could also live fire with it. They're good times. Hmm, okay. Good times. Well, either way, I think it's great. It's really good to see, you know, that movement uh, before, during, and after you take the shot. And um, especially now that I've been doing scenario training and eventually would like to do some competitions and when seconds count and, you know, 
you're being timed, it's really important to have, you know, just like to make the most out of all of your movements. So if nothing else, I'm kind of using it for that. But if you guys want to check it out, head on over to mantisx.com and check out all that they have to offer. Nice. Let's see here. So I want to talk about social media because I know it can be sort of, it's hard. I mean, and like you said, the bigger you get, the more criticism you get. And Mm -hmm. people, I think people think that like eventually you get so many followers that you just become sort of untouchable and you don't have feelings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, the larger, the larger I've gotten kind of the more, um, you know, callous opinions I've run into about me just on, on bizarre stuff. You know, people just assume they know, uh, your personal life and, uh, you know, it's always a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. It's always a really good time. But, you know, it's just um, the way I try to think of it is, you know, uh, I don't consider myself uh, at all famous or at all like a public figure or anything. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I guess people see it that way, you know, because they watch me on YouTube. And so they feel entitled to that, that stuff. I just feel like, you know, that's uh, it's it's cool to me. Uh, Like if I if I really have to step back and keep my blood pressure low, it's like they're so interested that they just want to know everything, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, that that's awesome. Thank you for, um, really, really being, uh, you know, paying attention to my content and stuff. I just, you know, I just wish everyone were a little nicer at times. Yeah, no, I get it. I totally understand. It is what it is. The, um, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before. Um, you know, uh, I mean, as far as your, so for, for the audience, me and me and Ava do talk quite a bit about this kind of stuff because it it can definitely be draining and it's hard to, um, to talk to people about it who don't do it because it's hard to, to, to kind of understand at times, you know, but it it definitely is, um, yeah, it's draining. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's like really the biggest downfall that comes with, you know, doing what we do, I guess. But I think you definitely get a lot more slack than I do. And and, people are brutal to you online. Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, some people are and some people aren't. But I have noticed um, lately what's really weird is, I guess, and I'm not like I wouldn't say I'm like a feminist. If anything, I'm like more of like the old type of feminist where I'm just like, hey, women can, you know, like I I just want to empower women. I want them to be able to take care of themselves, you know, regardless if they have a husband or not. Um, I want them to be able to protect themselves and just realize, like, I just want to lift women up because a lot of women just don't think that they can do it. And and I'm like, you can, you know, does that say like, am I going out there and being like, we are exactly the same? Like, no, physically, we are not. And in so many ways, you know, there's a lot of things that. Yeah. I mean, in a way, yeah, it really is like there's that's the equalizer because physically we are not the same. Um, and so I've been getting into a lot of arguments with people online and I don't even know why I even bite sometimes, but I remember that I remember that it was like some random, um, page that you just, you just made a comment on and people just got like a huge match. Yeah. Some people well, like, there was this woman or there was this meme where it was like, you know, oh, I've decided I'm just going to quit my job and marry some rich guy. And I wrote on there and I was like, ladies, do yourself a favor. Like, be independent enough where if things go wrong, you aren't staying because you financially can't get out. And that's all I said. And all these women, I had a lot of women actually that like messaged me, you know, personally. And they were like, Hey, I can't say anything publicly, but like, thank you so much for saying that that used to be me. And like, it's so smart to be able to take care of yourself. And then all the guys, all the slack that I got were from men. And they were like, wow, way to just, you know, set up the relationship as if you already know it's going to fail and blah, blah, blah. And, 
I'm like, man, when did men like hate me so much? And just recently I got into an argument with somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook. And he was saying that like, he thinks that women should go from the care of their dads and into the arms of their husbands. And I was like, what a bunch of BS. Like (laughs) he has a daughter and I'm like, would you really want your daughter like that for your daughter? So I'm like, if things go bad, you want, you know, like there's no other resource for her to get out. And I'm like, because he was saying he doesn't, you know, he doesn't think that women should be like successful, independent and, you know, and that we should essentially take care of the kids and that if the roles are reversed and the men taking care of the kids, that's just weird and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm like, what would you want for your daughter? Like men always want these like, you know, passive sex kittens as wives, but like, what would Mm -hmm. you want for your daughter? Do you really want that? I doubt anybody actually would want that. It's bizarre. This is something that Ash talks about quite a bit too. And I think you and Ash have actually talked about it. So the audience, Ash is my, Ashley is my, uh, my wife. And And she's uh, amazing. I really like her. Fiercely, fiercely independent. And it's like, well, what type of woman would I want to raise my, my kids? Right. Yeah. I got three boys, dude. And I want a fiercely independent woman who can, who is not just a good nurturer, but I want someone who's, who's able to defend them, right? Mm-hmm. Like who, who is spicy, who's intelligent. Like I want my kids raised by an intelligent uh, woman because yeah. they're going to spend so much time with her. Just the dynamic for our particular household is that, you know, I, I spend a lot of time away. And, and uh, so, you know, they spend a lot of time with Ash. So like, of course, I'm going to want her to be like as independent, as spicy, as, as, as deadly as I am. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a really and good so point. It's crazy to me that guys are like, hey, I want a woman who like, needs me for everything I'm like, yeah like no that, kidding. she's gonna be raising your kids like how the how the fuck yeah and i'm like why would you even want that stress like you just have some lady who's just you know like kind of i don't know i just I'm, I'm like i do not get it and it's just so weird how even you know in 2023 men just their opinions of women still continue to be very much like the 1900s and i'm like whatever <laughs> It's definitely weird. It's something Ash goes off on because I I know you you probably have heard it in this community, but people talk about like trad wives and stuff, you mm-hmm. know. And so people will will see like photos of me and Ash, and you know me and Ash, uh, you know, I, uh, you know Ash is really pretty pretty girl, and is always taking you know photos with the kids, and they're like, oh great trad wife, and Ash is like, I am not a fucking trad wife. <laughs> She's like, if only they do, you know. Ash yeah. is Ash is as fiercely independent, and so uh, I think. I think people don't really understand what they want, but I, I know at least on, on my end, like having a, a, a dangerous, fierce woman is a hundred percent what, what is best for the boys, you know, mm-hmm. to raise them. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to take another quick break. Talk about IWI. Yeah. I've seen you rock a lot I of just released IWI. a review on that. Really? What did you what did you review? Uh the Tabor X95. Oh, well did you get an SBR? <clears throat> Cuz I did. Nice. Uh no, we haven't <laughs> done the micro yet. We're going to do the micro um in like a few months or so. Yeah, if you can get one, whatever. Maybe I'll let you borrow mine. <laughs> Probably no. not. <laughs> Probably not after this review. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. So it wasn't a good review. No, no, it was, it was, it was good. There's, um, let me, th- I'm trying to think of the way to, to I'm like, it. why don't we just like crap on all my sponsors here? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, so I think, you know, a lot of people who, I guess, a lot of people think that like the bullpups, like the, the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously not, you know, yeah. there's a lot of, 
um, issues that are inherent with bull pups that are hard to explain um, to kind of a non-shooter mm-hmm. um, from balance or uh, simply from accuracy with the X95, you know. So we just hit a lot of those things. I think it's among the best bull pups, but you know, I'm not going to recommend like a X95 to like a new shooter or or even a seasoned shooter, you know. Right, hmm. off, right off the bat person i don't know so I, when i shot my sbr the one that i got i was expecting you know because it's you know shorter barrel i was like ah, it's probably gonna have like quite a bit of recoil and feel like it's kind of all Not over very the place very and smooth. yeah it honestly it felt like i was shooting like a nine millimeter yeah, and no the and, and I, I have the i have the 223 but it was, I mean, it was like really well balanced. I thought it shot really well. The only downfall is if you're not used to shooting bull pups, like the controls obviously are not the same as like AR, like, you know, you insert the mag behind the grip and just doing like those mag changes, but it didn't take me that long before I kind of like got the hang of things and it felt pretty intuitive. For sure. But, the, the, the issue with, with the mag behind is like, it's really good when you're slick. Yeah. But I mean, this is the problem that the IDF ran into as well with kit, right? Because you add kit. So you have like an ATAC mag sticking out and stuff. The magazine at the back actually begins to interfere with your kit, which makes those reloads a lot more difficult when you start really um, kind of getting that combat loadout on. So mm-hmm. that was the issue we kind of ran into. So like a lot of Israelis actually end up not even using the bolt release behind the magazine because their gear just you know, has a tendency to bump it and push it. It's so, you know how quick that release is on it. Like mm-hmm. it just needs a slight tap to, to drop. So a lot of them end up running the charging handle. So we kind of ended up kind of defaulting to that just w- when you're running it with kit. Without kit, that thing is smooth as butter. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Well, if you guys want to check it out, head on over to IWI.us. Don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY15, all one word. That's going to get you 15% off all of the accessories in their web store. I, I don't mean, I feel like such a snob. I'm such an asshole. No, I mean, you're totally coming off as one, but it's cool. I do. I do <laughs> appreciate the, uh, I mean, look, I, I mean, same thing when I'm doing reviews, even if it's sponsored, I always, yeah. you know, say like the cons, like the things that I don't yeah. really like about it. And at the end of the day, you have to be honest with your viewers, because if you're just going to be like, this is great. That's great. This is great. Like, cool. Everything's great. And because you're afraid of one hurting feelings, but when we're talking about like guns, especially, I mean, guns are not cheap and I would hate for somebody to buy something because I was like, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. You know, and I didn't do like a great review about it or I was lying about my review and now they're using it to defend their life with, and it's not reliable. So, you know, I want people to know exactly what they're buying and, you know, in the cons that come with it, like there's some guns where I'm like, Hey, this is awesome, but doesn't have a picatinny rail in the front for, you know, an accessory, the trigger is kind of crappy, you know, things that like, you know, if you do buy it, maybe you want to upgrade the trigger or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But well, I mean, um, you, you, you owe it to people, right? This is like, I'm sure you kind of came to the same conclusion, but like when, when I first started kind of reviewing guns, it's like, you know, people are looking to you for, for a non-biased opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, because ultimately you're, you know, you could be costing them money, right? Yeah. In, in the long run, because if you if you recommend a, a firearm that's not good, or or you don't fully flesh out the ideas behind it and and the whys and the hows behind it, and then you know they could be out money and like you know like for like for example, Tabor, you know, like eighteen hundred. That's a lot of it's a lot of cash for, for a working man. I know, like when I was like an enlisted little puke in the in the military, that was like that was months and months and months of savings. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, 
I'm sure, you know, yeah. it, you just got to be, you got to be cognizant of the information that you're putting out since, you know, so many people are going to rely on it. And if you're not intellectually honest with them about that, I mean, they're going to pick up on that. Yeah, absolutely. People are smart, dude. People are really smart. And what I love about the people that I work with is I've noticed, though, that a lot of my sponsors, they actually do appreciate some of the cons that you mentioned. They're oh, actually, dude, um, they're not really, Ely, they don't get mad. Yeah, IWI, <laughs> Smith & Wesson, um, they've all directly said to me at one point or another, we don't want shills. Like, we want your honest opinion on mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're good companies. There are some companies that they'll hate not, you. Yeah. Yeah. They, they will hate you. But like, I like the companies that are sponsoring you, I will say that in my dealings with them, they've always been um, very much so like, hey, we want, we don't want you just to, to say this is amazing because we know like every gun has a con. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's not a single free lunch out there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I am like very fortunate to work with a lot of companies that definitely, the feedback that you give them is well received, whether it's, you know, negative or positive. And they're always looking to better the product, which I love. But I also have, you know, I've turned down a lot of companies where I'm like, no, I think your stuff is literally crap. And I don't (laughs) even, you know, or I've gotten paid, you know, like with Leviathan, I've gotten, you know, they're like, you know, let's say, I don't know, I think it was last month or something. They sent me out optics and I was like, I mean, it was, they were paying a pretty decent amount for me to review these optics. And I'm like, I just think it's in the best interest of everyone if I just don't, because these are crap and I have nothing good to say about it. And I don't even feel comfortable, like, I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, it was. And then there's also sponsors that I've had where their products, for whatever reason, I don't know what's going on, but like, they're just the quality has gone downhill. It wasn't as good as it used to be. And I'm like, I just can't work with you guys. I don't feel comfortable pushing your stuff when I'm having a hard time running your stuff or putting together your guns. And if things aren't working and lining up and I know for a fact, I know what I'm doing. I just don't want to push it. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you fully. Um, there's a quick note I want to make on IWI. Have you used the Negev? No. It's their light machine gun. It's belt fed. No, I haven't. Apparently. Apparently it's incredible. Um, I mean, I never, I, I was not like to be clear. I always have to like put out these disclaimers. I was not like a saw guy or a machine gunner in the military, but you know, we, I was trained to it and I got to spend a lot of time with uh, different saw gunners and stuff and um, talking to guys who, who run the saw and run the Negev. Apparently it's just a really cool belt fed. Um, I'm hoping hmm. to get some hands on time with it. Do yeah, it that would be in cool. A couple months here. Well, apparently, so I, I want to talk about SHOT Show because we are both going to SHOT Show and I did touch base with IWI. I'm excited to see you, by the way. I know. Well, it'd be cool if we planned lunch or dinner. I'm still waiting for you to get back to me on that. Well, I'm probably never going to answer. Well, whatever. It was because last <laughs> year we were like, kidding. hey, let's have lunch. And I was like, no, nah, I'm busy, bro. Can't do it. <laughs> and now you're like, cool. Well, guess what? It's payback. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. We'll make it. We'll make it happen. Yeah. After the show, we'll we'll have to pencil something in. But for sure. I asked IWI, I was like, hey, you guys like releasing any new products and they're going to have the caramel. And I was like, oh, oh, neat. Yeah. So at first I was like, wait, what is that? And I'm excited about it because they are making it in the U.S. So we don't have to wait for, you know, just caramel or the caramel. I don't I think it's It's literally R-M-E-L caramel, right? Yeah, but it's like one of those things like caramel, car- caramel. <laughs> no, it's not like <laughs> – I'm, I'm interested in it. it it's a short-stroke gas-operated um, – like the ergonomics are, are very much so AR-like. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's definitely a more conventional design from uh, IWI. Yeah, I know. and But like I said, they're making it in the U.S., 
So we don't have to wait for importation. Yeah, that would be that would be very cool. I'm I'm interested. I'm definitely interested in in checking it out. Everything does feel here's here's cynical me. Everything does feel kind of um, what's the word for it? Uh, redundant, mm-hmm. I guess, within firearms, right? Because it's like okay, the new gun is released. It's going to be one of three things: short stroke, long stroke, or di. It's like okay, next thing is it a bullpup or is it an AR? You know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there, there's there's so little innovation that I feel like is really going on like actual innovation. Like it, it, I mean, sure. Barrel technologies are getting better and stuff, but like, you know, when the NGSW program is going on with the U S military, um, I thought there's some really interesting designs that were being fielded by Textron and, um, general dynamics and stuff. And then of course we had a more conventional design from SIG, um, that one, but it, 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 it's all, it's all just so, uh, you know, it's the same stuff. Yeah. So I'm on their website. I think, so it's, Carmel. You're right. There's no A after the R. Carmel. You can do, you can say it however you want. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm going to go over there and I'll be like, yo, Jeremy, you know, from IWI. I'll be like, yeah, yeah let's check out that caramel. <laughs> caramel. I'm going to make sure when I see them at SHOT Show, I'm going to call it the caramel. You should. <laughs> and we'll just, I mean, you should get it on video, see his eyes. <laughs> his <laughs> he's not going to be, he's not going to be happy. That's he's gonna be like, sure. freaking idiot. These stupid YouTubers. <laughs> he's like, I hate YouTubers so much. <laughs> right. Okay. So speaking of SHOT Show, so what do you anticipate? Like one, I'm kind of curious to see what the attendance will be because last year yeah. it was definitely slow, but it kind of worked in my benefit. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Cause I didn't have to like, you know, I mean, I could literally make it from like one side of the room to the other much quicker than I could in all previous years, which was great. Yeah. But, um, I, like, are you are you asking, like, in terms of what I'm hoping to see? Yeah. Well, what do you think attendance is going to be? And then what oh. are you hoping to see? And what do you think we're going to see? Well, I, like I any mean, innovation? I, unfortunately, I know I know a lot of it because uh, I've been working with these companies. So a couple things. Uh, I think attendance is going to be way higher this year because um, the mask the mask mandate, even though they didn't really enforce it, was a real bummer. Yeah, last totally. Year. You know, that, that was real stupid. And I think everybody felt that way. It, it was a weird shot show. Um, cry party was awesome. Um, were you there for the cry party? By the no, way, I never go, but maybe I should Why go not? this year. Okay, go this year. It'll what be is fun. the theme uh, last, this year? Um, I will tell that to you offline. Okay. Um, but last year I got to get like, my outfit ready then. Yeah. Can I just go yeah. with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Come with me and Ash and, okay. uh, and, uh, my camera guy, Micah and his wife. Uh, oh, Reese. I was like, I Oh, the camera guy is single. No, <laughs> <laughs> the camera guy is very married They're In fact, they're expecting their second child, uh, in a few months here. Actually, I did meet your camera guy last year. Yeah. He's, That's he's right. awesome. Micah. Yeah. He's, he's incredible. He's, uh, like, uh, I don't think anybody does, but if anybody thinks that Grantham is just me, it is not, it is like a, it is like a team. It's me, uh, and Micah constantly bouncing ideas off of each other's, um, heads we have a charlie as well who we bounce ideas off of these are all shooters and then um of course you know our wives are are huge support to us and both our wives actually work for our company as well and handle a lot of the back end with finances and all that kind of stuff nice Uh, yeah they're they're bosses okay so So. i didn't mean to cut you off so okay you mentioned the cry party and then what else um i mean the cry party is what everyone looks forward to but um we have we have a lot of (sighs) what's the way to say it I'm excited for a lot of the things coming out radio-wise. So um, persistent systems with the wave relay, I think, is, is really interesting tech, and I know they're going to be there. So I'm really interested on, on some of the developments there. 
Um, Trellis Ware also has some really interesting stuff. I, that's really cool to me. I think comms are a really cool piece of the, of the puzzle that previously wasn't really accessible to the to the civilian population really and now it's becoming more and more accessible and i think that's really cool um firearm wise i don't think that there's a whole lot coming out i might eat my words but mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm not aware of any of the big stuff um that i know that's going to be released at the shot show mm-hmm. hmm. I don't know, what about you um i don't know it's interesting that you mentioned the radio thing because that's actually something i never pay attention to and i don't have oh, any should. knowledge about you should um it is it is cool so when i was in the what back when i was active um my last job i had as a as a tac b a lot of uh you know the focus was on radio work obviously because you got to talk to aircraft Mm -hmm. and and so i got to uh i was really fortunate to be able to spend a lot of time with guys who knew a bunch and had done some really cool stuff radio wise um uh whether it be in theater or 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 stateside and, and discovering different ways of handling things and i really got interested in the radio theory because of that because of of that job and being able to to test it out so much and uh you know radios are just so interesting it, it's 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 kind of a a poorly in, in many ways a poorly misunderstood science like even like even the vietnam war like they or, or, or back when radios were first invented, nobody really knew what they were doing. They were just shooting radio waves everywhere. And it's, it's, it's all what we call an antenna theory and radio theory, where we're pretty sure this is how radio waves propagate and this is how they work. But sometimes things just don't work. And whenever that happens, you're like, oh, yeah, radio theory, man. <laughs> you know, it's kind of an imprecise science. It's, it's really crazy. It's like, it, it's kind of one of, the, one of the less understood parts of the technology that we use within um, you know, the world that I think is, it's just so interesting to me mm-hmm. Nice, because like, uh, you, there, there's different frequencies of, of radio. I know we're getting into weird stuff, but I'm on my tangent now. Um, <laughs> go for it. I'm the, sure my the, listeners like, are probably like, yeah, this is great. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to go drink my latte. I'll BRB. Like, <laughs> no. Cool. Uh, there's like different, um, frequency ranges that, that encompass like different bands. So you, the, the really interesting one to me is HF, right? Um, about to 29 uh, megahertz or so. And it's this this type of radio wave that can propagate super far. This is the one where you can shoot it, it can bounce off the atmosphere, bounce off the ocean, bounce off the atmosphere, and then hit like Russia, right? Where it can mm-hmm. go beyond the curve of the earth based on how you bounce it off the atmosphere and stuff. And it, ta- and it, it depends on the power the amount of power that you send behind the signal um, and like the, the takeoff angle of it. And if you don't get that right, you can also just shoot it out of the earth where it doesn't even get captured by anybody. And so like back in the day, like they used to just blast these HF rate waves as hard as they could. And sometimes they'd make it and sometimes they wouldn't because they didn't really understand it as well as we do now. And so um, some of these HF waves can actually shoot and get trapped in the upper atmosphere and they actually stay there um, trapped in there. And then if a, uh, solar energy from the sun hits it at a, at a correct point it can shoot that wave back in and if you're on the right frequency you can hear transmissions from like the vietnam war and shit wow it's crazy it, yeah. it's absolutely insane hf is is a wild wild uh ride hmm. yeah that's super interesting i had no idea well i mean we're we're, we're gonna learn you yeah learn you. that's just when you think you know a decent amount then there's like so much more that you're like, oh, wow, okay. And believe me, I, I do not in any way claim to be a radio specialist in, in any way. There are people who are a million times more mm-hmm. uh, versed in this stuff than I am. Uh, I'm just, I, I know enough to be slightly dangerous with it. Yeah. 
So you changing the subject a little bit. You recently retired from the military, right? I did. I sure did. Yeah, which I'm super happy about because how many times did I invite you to tag along on like an event, you know, some shooting event? And you're just like, <laughs> man, I wish, but I cannot leave. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's that's part of the game. I I was I I really really loved my time in the military, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I did it because I I just loved the people I served with. I loved the job. I loved everything about it. So it was a tough pill to swallow um, getting uh, medically retired out. That wasn't a, it, that was, that was definitely tough both mm-hmm. due to the, due to the injury and, and, you know, due to having to, to just admit that you were, that you're not kind of physically capable of your job, that, that was, that was very difficult for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, real talk. And it, and it, and I definitely worked with, um, you know, therapists on that because it's, it's, it, it's a tough thing to have to bow out because you always want to be there for the boys, you know, yeah. like, um, you went through all this training with these guys and you don't want to let them down. And it was so, so tough to get to that point. Yeah. I can only imagine. Huh. And how, I mean, it, how long were you in for? Um, so uh, active duty since 2013. And then, um, I was in the reserves in the Navy and started in 2010. So, Dang. uh, 12, 12 years can with like it, with the reserves, uh, on there and then active was about, about nine ish. Yeah. Wow. It was a good time, man. It was a really good time. I, re- I really, really loved my, my, my time in the military. I didn't do anything super cool or anything like that. I had some, I held some cool jobs and I, I got to work with some really cool individuals and, um, it, it was just such an experience, yeah. you know, it, it cool. was a real experience. I really, I mean, that's the way to say it. Like, how do we open up this can of worms? It, it's tougher for me now to recommend joining the military because of the politics that are, that are coming into it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's just, the military is, is way different now, even in, you know, the, the six, I've been out six months now in the six months since I've been out since when I was in, and it was really changing rapidly at the last, you know, couple of years when I was in, um, it's just a whole different beast now. Hmm. Yeah. I can only, so, you know, I it, can only imagine it, it. It's hard to, to, to be able to like explain, I guess what's, if somebody should do it or not mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah. You know, Cause I just don't know it as well. I'm, I'm out, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's talk about your company onward research. Sure. What is that about? Um, so onward research is, um, you know, I've been lucky. I've been really lucky to have been able to have used a lot of different equipment, both, um, in my military job, um, on my own. Um, I, I've just gotten to spend a lot of field time on a lot of different equipment and I've been able to identify a lot of problems that I had with equipment. Um, in some cases I would surmise because, uh, the designers had used uh, didn't have a whole lot of field time or field experience or, or time with, and this has definitely changed more recently. Where you have a lot of great companies with a lot of great field time, like Spiritus and Faro um, and Axel and stuff. These guys who who have really done the job and and they've come up with really good gear. But when when we came up with onward, uh, kind of the same reason, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a lot of gear being designed that um, I don't think it was designed by people who 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 had time with, with the equipment. So I, I identified a lot of issues that I had with various equipment and were, were coming out with our own, whether that be, um, chest rigs and pouches and, um, coming out with firearm, uh, accessories very soon. Um, and, uh, communication, uh, solutions, a, a lot of different stuff and then training, of course, in the, in the very near future here. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which you should, um, you should host a, a class at my range. Oh, I, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. 
It'd be a good time. Yeah. From uh, Ava, Ava Flannel. Well, <laughs> get out of here. It's also, I realized it's, I mean, it's like a really short flight to where you are now. So is it really? How, how long is the flight for you? I think it was like, I don't know, but I think tickets, I looked and like, regardless of a date, they were like an average of like only $200 round trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know we I mean, always got I probably, space here. I probably could drive to you guys too, but I don't really do that. You know, uh, I'm a little practice. bougie now. <laughs> yeah. You just got to fly now. I should be pumped. We've obviously got space here for you. So come are you out. sure? Cause you just said oh, you yeah. downsized, you have four kids. You're just looking it's, for a babysitter, huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, once you get here, I can't guarantee we're going to shoot, but I can guarantee you're going to get some kid time for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So wrapping up, what are your future plans? Um, you know, I, I think that we're, we're going to, continue to try to, to put out really good, um, fun content, um, try to educate people, try, try to entertain. Uh, the company is going to be expanding really intensely. We have a lot of really cool stuff coming out. And then we're obviously really excited about um, training, you know, to be able to offer, you know, these these huge ranges to shoot at where you're shooting, you know, um, you know, seven, 800 plus. We have, we have a total, we have, I think our longest shot is like 5,000. I don't oh, think wow. I know. Um, not that there's really a weapon that can currently do it that's handheld, but um, you know it's a really interesting experience out there, and I'm excited to teach uh, survival on my side. We're we're hiring guys out um, who were you know former two seven five guys and three seven five uh, and and different group guys to to teach different courses, and it's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really good time. We're hoping to offer um, a really different fun experience, and uh, I, I have to give like credit where credit is due that um, we had a lot of help like insurance wise and. And kind of um, from Clinton and Heidi over at uh, Thunder Ranch. Oh, we're nice! Really, They're yeah, awesome. We're really, really sweet on on helping us out, and no expectations on their end. Just happy to to help another company. Like there's like as you know, Ava, there's like there's just some really good people out there mm-hmm. um, in the industry that are kind of unsung. And Clinton and Heidi are just a wonderful couple mm-hmm. and just really good people to deal with. So I agree. You, know, you have to you have to give them a shout out where you can. Yeah. You just went to a course with them very recently, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I love them. They really are such great people. Yeah, I love. Clinton. I really want them to adopt me. <laughs> I'm sure they would. I'm sure they'd be very happy to. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I no. I plan on seeing them at. Uh, in Vegas. So maybe I'll, I'll hit it up again, you know, bring up the topic and be like, you know, I'm still up for adoption. (laughs) Well, long as you don't bring peaches, right? Yeah. Well, once they adopt me, then I'll bring peaches. (laughs) Just don't tell them about it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, can you just uh, remind people where they can find you on social media, YouTube, all that good stuff? Sure. Just uh, search Grantham. That's G-A-R-A-N-D space T-H-U-M-B. And, uh, at grand underscore thumb on uh, Instagram. And uh, yeah, we're right there. Or just search uh, gun science and you'll probably find us. All right, cool. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political AF. Today in politics, I'm sure you've heard kind of what's going on. On Friday, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that the bump stock ban Trump directed the ATF to implement is a violation of federal law. Trump asked the ATF to get rid of bump stocks after the Vegas attack, which we have recently found out the killer had NFA items. So whether bump stocks were actually a factor in these is in question. At his direction, the ATF used Chevron difference to declare bump stocks are machine guns. 
the ATF used it to declare that bump stocks are machine guns because if a device converts a firearm into a machine gun, then the device itself is also a machine gun. That in itself is an outrageous lie. Even with a bump stock installed, it does not meet the legal definition of machine gun in any way. I mean, if that's a machine gun, then my belt loop is a machine gun. Exactly. Because I bump fire off my belt loop all the time. Yeah, I know. My friend did. And I was like, wow. I was like, that. it's actually really quick. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. It's such a stupid law. Uh, and since when does the ATF get to decide and interpret like... The, exactly. Like the, the ATF is massively overstepping. Like, this is insane. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Obviously, you know, this is, you know, total overreach from ATF and what they're yeah. doing is, is basically illegal. Um, a Sixth Circuit case, GOA, won the case in three-judge panel hearing, but the ATF requested an en blanc hearing when the full bench split, leaving no winner. Both plaintiffs petitioned the Supreme Court to hear the case, but the court denied both cases. The Navy Marine Corps Court of Criminal Offense ruled that Bump stocks are not machine guns, but that case only applies to the military. The initial three-judge panel ruled in favor of the DOJ, but the plaintiffs asked for an embank hearing, which uh, just finished. The court majority used the near-decade-long stance of the ATF where they said bump stocks were legal against them in the decision. They considered the definition of a machine gun and reviewed how a bump stock works. Even the judges that are not firearm experts it was clear that they did not meet the definition of machine gun. They ruled that the ATF's regulation violated the APA, and 13 out of 16 judges agreed that only Congress could ban bump stocks. The timing on this could be very important with the frame receiver rule and brace rule, since they used a similar illegal means to change those rules. So this will actually, it'll really be interesting to see how this all plays out, but definitely a good win. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping this begins to undo the, the architecture that the ATF has propped up for themselves to like arbitrarily change shit where they're mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, um, this is a new receiver. It's like, yeah, uh, like these 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 little they're like a child just like walking down the sidewalk, ripping branches down because every little decision that they're making is having impact on millions of, of Americans. And I mean, it doesn't even get into the fact that like the whole point of the Second Amendment is keep the government in check and then the government is than banning the very firearms are meant to keep them in check. It's insane. Yeah, I know. It makes zero sense. This is completely against um, not just what the Second Amendment is about, but for the, your natural right to self-defense. Like mm -hmm. this is this should not be able to be infringed upon. Exactly. It's fucking crazy. Exactly. And then for anybody out there who's just like, who cares about bump stocks? It doesn't matter. It's This is so far from actual bump they're gonna, stocks. They're going to chip away at everything they can. And every win that they get against us is going to be set a precedent that they can then build off of. They've done this since the very beginning mm -hmm. from, from NFA um, going forward, like, as retard, like I think bumps off are stupid, right? I I could, I could care less, yeah. but it's the principle of it because every win on their end is going to uh, allow them to keep that forward momentum going. Mm -hmm. Like they're not going to win anything. Yeah, that exactly. Franklin Armory. Do you have any binary triggers? I don't. What? Uh, I don't, I don't think I don't like them. Are you for real? Yeah. Ew. I, sometimes I wonder if we're even friends. Like uh, we're, how do we, not. how are we friends when clearly we don't like the same things? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, so I, I think, I don't know. I think binary triggers, like why wouldn't you want one? So for one, 
just by putting a Franklin Armory binary trigger in your gun, it doesn't mean that like now you only have to shoot binary. You yeah, have the that. option. So you can do semi-auto or you can do binary. And I mean, I'm just going to call you out and say that you probably didn't get the cadence down. And it, that's why it wasn't fun. You were probably just like <laughs> super awkward about it. And you're like, man, this isn't fun because I'm not good at it because you don't want to put in I the work. So bam. I am very awkward. This is true. <laughs> I don't know. I think that they're so much fun. The only, my only complaint about it is, you know, depending on the gun that you put it in, make sure that it has some sort of like a muzzle break because I did just put it in my AK, which has no muzzle device whatsoever. And as God it, intended. Yeah. Oh God. I was like, yeah, no, wait a minute. And it definitely felt like I was, you know, I said this before, like driving some old beat up truck on a bumpy road. And it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> we can, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll get your, we'll get that AK tuned up for you. Don't you worry. Uh, so now I'm looking for somebody to thread the barrel so I can put a muzzle brake on it because what, what AK it, it's just a bare muzzle, not even a, a slant brake on it or anything. Yeah. It's just, it's a Kalashnikov Sega and it was pre ban import importation oh. ban yeah we that's that's easy uh send it to like um there's so, so many good good guys out there you can find somebody and then we you, that thing should at least have like a um uh you know we need to do something yeah we need you to do, do something, something because it's you know it's embarrassing is, is it 762 or 545 762 okay yeah so but, is it like is it like AK one hundred five or it's not one hundred five? Excuse me. Is it like an AK one hundred ish series or what does it look like? I guess like what what type of so you know, I'll furniture? I'll send you a picture. It actually has something on it right now that has not launched yet. Okay, I'm but blast that out to the world as soon as I get it. Yeah, I figured, but just say you didn't get it from me, so that'd be great. Uh, no, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know enough about AKs to know if it's the. Would you say 100 series or? Yeah, 100 series. Um, It's okay. We're obsessed with AKs over on our side. So Yeah, so we'll, I, uh, I only have a few AKs and it's like, you know, a Draco that was totally, I think there's very few parts that are actually that were like kept on it from Sentry Arms. Everything else has been replaced. Um, I have that Kalashnikov and I think that's it. I need to, I need okay. to step my AK game up. Um. Yes. Yes, you do. Um definitely uh recommended that you do that I'm, I'm waiting for this picture to come through oh i didn't hear but i'll send you a really cute um, picture of peaches right now laying oh, on my God lap it. it's so freaking cute <laughs> funny enough i just got a text from iwi uh about the review oh really what'd yeah. they say oh no they're just talking to me they're, they they want me to come out for uh, uh tavor x95 specific class hmm. is it uh i'm trying to think the guy who teaches it God, why am I blanking on his name? Because uh, I talked to him so much. Oh, he's going to be pissed about this. Yeah. I am so bad with names. I really know. am too. And then also you think about their Instagram handle and you're like, all right, what is that? Dude, and um, is it is it Tom? I don't know. I don't even. I don't know. Oh, but he because I was thinking about having him come out to Colorado and host a class, but he needs. I have a hundred hour range indoors, but. There's yeah. really, it would be hard to close it down for the class. Yeah. I guess. So it'd well, be cool. like, just, just do it over here. We've got, we got thousands and thousands of meters. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's like a, a good idea. Actually, we should just do that. And then I fly in. Cause I do want to take a tour class. Easy. I want to get like super, you know, super spiffy with my, my SBR. Or, oh my God. Yeah. Well, it would <laughs> I'm be flexing. I'm like, oh. nope. 
I walk out and I'm like, don't mind me. It's just me and my SBR. (laughs) It's fine. The cool thing is everyone just has SBRs, but they don't register them. I would say that's probably the best. Uh, Right. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Anyway, so Franklin Armory. Um, If you guys want to check them out, head on over to franklinarmory.com. Don't listen to what Mike has to say, because clearly he doesn't know how to shoot one well. But if you use the code AVA, that's A-V-A, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. Wonderful. Caldwell shooting. So Caldwell has a new version of the E Max Pro earmuffs. They're low profile, which I think is a must, man. You ever like, I don't know when you started shooting, but you ever look back at like old pictures and you're wearing these like huge earmuffs and you're just like, how embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to think about it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, burn that photo and let it never like, you know, make its way <laughs> to the yeah, public. Make sure it never, never rears its head again. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. It's so embarrassing. And one time it was like pink, like hot pink. And I'm like, oh God, why oh, did good. I wear those? Yeah. It was really embarrassing, Perfect. but they have low profile, which I think is like a freaking must. Otherwise you just kind of look a little weird. Uh, they have push button volume controls, which is great. You can get them in FDA, aqua, gray, obviously not pink thank god and they're available in adult and youth sizes they have uh, 23 db of noise reduction and ambient amplification and they run on three AAA batteries they're on sale right now for just 49.99 which is pretty good but if you use the code gunfunny10 all one word you're going to get 10 percent off your entire order and that is at caldwellshooting.com nice stupid funny cool interesting awesome as f- never mind af today's af segment this is so stupid i read this yesterday and i'm like of course this took place in florida two florida residents needed to hand moving their belongings from a home this last weekend and instead of calling movers they called 911 deputies responded to the home after a 911 i didn't even hear about it until i was like reading this deputies responded to the call They concluded that no one lived there, but entered through an open door and found a man and a woman that wanted their help. The woman told them she called 911 to have them help move out the belongings from the house that they were burglarizing. So they even admitted that they were like stealing stuff. Perfect. They also wanted to get a ride to the airport so that they could spend the weekend in New York. Deputies. I wonder wonder what they were, what drugs they were doing. Dude, right? I know. I'm just like. I swear, like, it just, had to be something. Just when you're just like, nah, that doesn't make sense. Like, you know, how stupid can you be? But like, it just goes to show, like, criminals are legit freaking idiots. Hey, there you, there you go. Um, and then I guess deputies identified the man from security videos who also burglarized a dollar store general earlier that day as well. They did help them with their belongings and did give them a ride, but obviously it was not to the airport. That's too bad. Yeah. As for the weekend getaway, I guess they're welcome to stay in jail. Like that's that. good. They probably saved themselves a little heartache. Like, who wants to uh, who wants to go to New York anyhow? You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. My friend is there right now, and she did ask me. She was like, "What recommendations do you have?" And I'm like, "Man, I haven't been there in ten years." And it's kind of sad because a lot of the restaurants that I was looking up that I love to go to, a lot of them yeah. are no longer there, which not surprised. I mean, it's been 10 years and yeah, I mean, there is something to be said. Like if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. But I always wondered how long do you have to make it in New York before you can make it anywhere? Because I was there for eight years and 
Dude, I, I cannot stand the city. I, oh, can, I just I, can't do it. So she's been posting pictures and I'm like, man, yeah. I do kind of miss it. Oh, dude, I don't know how. It, it's so crowded. It's like it's like humans like in a little sardine can. I know. <laughs> and it, I know. it's my, my ranch that I own. I, I walk outside and I can't see anyone for, for literally miles. Like up to the horizon, there's no one. Yeah. And it's wonderful. It's so quiet. No, I mean elk. Don't get me deer, wrong. The and older it doesn't smell like shit. Right. And I don't have to ride a subway and deal with a man on crack trying to <laughs> kill someone. It's wonderful. I love it. They, I love my solitude. She did say that they went to Brooklyn and heard their first gunshot. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Even yeah. though Brooklyn's pretty like up and coming. I mean, it just, you know, people yeah. still have guns there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hear gunshots all the time on my property. It's me, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. iTunes review. So Dave the Hunter titled Bring Up the Episode 184. Man, that was a long time ago. Five stars. Following a podcast by catching up is really weird. I am troubled with the development of some now historic issues. Those things aside, firearms are still center stage. Humor thrown in on the side. They confirm regularly why I hate politics and politicians. Well worth the time invested. Thanks, Ava. Second is 1983 JDK Ava. Five stars. That's weird. Yeah. I was like, wait, Ava is. No, Ava's the title. I thought Ava was uh, in the Ava's name. Ava's the title. Yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah, Ava's the title. Five stars. Your show is awesome. I really enjoy listening. Very informative. And the guests you have on are great. I'm trying to get caught up with all episodes, but I've only made it through about the last 70. Keep up the good work. We love you. Out of those two, who would you pick to win a prize pack? Um, I am going to take Dave the Hunter because he says he hates politics and politicians. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Although I do appreciate 1983 JDK. So yeah, they they've listened to a lot of podcasts as well. I know. So you I know mean, what? You both of you guys contact me. I'm gonna send you guys both out a prize pack Dang. because I mean it's just kind of great. Like that takes a lot of commitment to go back and listen to all the episodes. And I'm pretty sure Dave the Hunter is the guy that I'm thinking of. And he, he sent me an email weekly telling me you know his thoughts on each episode. And I'm like, man, I haven't forgot about that episode. I mean, we're talking about now almost six years in the making of this podcast. It's been that long, hasn't? I remember running into you like when I was like a, I was like nobody. I was like nothing. I was well, then I was definitely a nobody. And I remember like you had gun funny, and I was like, oh yeah, Ava gun funny. Yeah, it's crazy. I, like, I no one cared about me, and nobody cared about me, and they still don't. Keep, no. <laughs> they still don't care about either of us. To yeah, be clear. <laughs> it is kind of crazy though to look back and see how far you've come, and like, oh man. So for example, I just picked up shields now. To work with them monthly. And oh, look at you. You're way bigger than me then. So they, well, sh- they certainly wouldn't touch me. <laughs> so I'm like super excited about that. Like there's just things that you're just like, man, who would have ever thought, especially back then when I was living in New York City and here I am, like I was determined to be successful, but I thought for sure I would be like successful, like head of a big company or something. I didn't think I'd be like self-employed and it's just me and Peaches here trying to wing it. And it just happens to pay off. <laughs> Okay, cool. Way to just laugh with me. I'm sorry. I, 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 sorry. I got a text from my wife right then. Sorry. Say it one more time. I am sorry. Ava. No, it's cool. It was really moving and I was hoping that it was going to move you, but it didn't. And it was like an awkward moved. pause. And I was like, huh, huh. okay, well I, now it's time to wrap up. Yeah. Like, well, I, I just hate myself now. I feel terrible. Yeah, it's cool. It's a great way to end the show. So you guys can find me at gunfunny.com. Make sure you follow Grantham, whoever that guy is. 
whoever and he is. And if you want to support the show, you should highly consider becoming a patron. We're always having fun in the Facebook Patreon group, which I would invite you, but, uh, you know, then the light would be taken away from me and probably on do you. you have, so. Do you have a Discord? No, I don't. But maybe I should, huh? Yeah, I feel like it's kind of a thing to do. Yeah. It's just one more thing that I have to keep track of and keep up with. Yeah. You know, it's like, as it is, I'm like, I just try to, I want to enjoy life. I don't want to be like on my phone the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like the work-life balance is, uh, it's hard. Non-existent for me. So I probably for you as well. So yeah, no, it's not. And that's why like my relationships suffer and I couldn't even imagine throwing four kids in the mix on top of that. It's wonderful. It's chaos. Yeah, I'm sure. Complete um, chaos. Once again, I can't wait to have you down here to babysit them. We're yeah. Go see Avatar. I know, right? <laughs> uh, have one, you ever thought about Avatar, by the way? I think about it a lot. No, I haven't. Like, what What do you think about it? Well, have you seen Avatar? Yeah, I, one, I saw the like first the one. one. Yeah. And okay. I think, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, so, well, yeah, kind of. So, like, I think Jake really just fucked it up, though. I'm going to have to rewatch it because it's been years since it, but, okay, I, I, but I do I remember. Okay. Let me break it down for you. It's, it's pretty simple. I mean, Jake, like, so Jake's brother dies, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, um, Jake, uh, since your brother died, like we grew this, this body and, and you get to do the avatar thing now. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you remember that part? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, actually, okay, so, I, maybe I don't. I just, it's, it's I just remember so like, he, you know, all these. Not- blue colors and you know these yeah blue yeah so people. he's not a scientist he's a marine and, and he hops in this oh, body yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then okay. he gets lost they're like literally like hey like don't do anything fucking crazy he does everything crazy gets lost like has to survive runs into like the navi people mm-hmm. and then uh and then like of everybody who's worked with the navi like they've been sitting in medical clinics they've been doing everything they accept jake right because he's like a warrior and stuff so yeah like Jake shows up and they're like, oh, the, you know, he comes out of the little like the penis portal thing. And they're like, yo, Jake, like, that's incredible. Like, you got accepted by the Navi. Like, can you just tell them we just want to mine the unobtainium under the tree? We don't want to fuck with anything else. We just want to do that. He's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Goes back, fucks the princess and then tells them that the humans want to kill them all. <laughs> like, right. I feel like like, what the fuck, Jake? <laughs> yeah. People fucking died. Yeah. Like a lot of people died because of Jake. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Jake, all Jake had to do was be like, hey, they want to mine this. He had to not tail wiener have sex with the princess. Yeah, Am I allowed well, to say this shit on your yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, typical and, uh, guy, though, can we say like, you know. Tail wiener? Well, no. I was just saying typical guy. He has to like, you know. Have sex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can we also talk about how disturbing it was? Like, uh, so they have a little tail wiener, head, head wiener thing that they like connect. So it's like. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like I can stick this thing and like into animals. And you're like, all right, it's like some like Neuralink thing. And then like they're sticking into plants. And then you find out they like use it to get like, you know, with each other. And you're like this, like it, it brings like a whole new dimension because they're doing it with each other. They're doing it with like the animals are doing it with the plants. It's a really disturbing movie. I need to go back and watch it. I'm going to see if it's like available on like Netflix or Re- rewatch it. And it's actually about Jake getting tons of people killed. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. When did because when did that movie come out? I watched it when it came out, and that was like, like years ago. It's like two thousand nine or something like that. I feel like it had. I mean, that was still yeah, two thousand nine. I, I got it right. I'm I'm hmm. not usually intelligent, but I nailed it. Well, I know what I'm doing the rest of the day. Watching Avatar. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait. Okay, 
real quick, wanted to thank the $25 Patreons, Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran, 8888, Sake Holsters, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Calamore, Daniel Lee, Nick Theodosian, Tristan Smith, and Melissa Ridings. And then also John Snow, thank you very much. You are still king of the Patreon. And Mike, I guess, you know, yeah. thank you as always. I enjoy our time. Um, I know. I know. I, 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 I want to, I want an unstructured one so we can just talk. I got a lot of avatar stuff I want to bring up. Yeah. No, we'll have to dedicate an entire show. You know what? I'm going to watch avatar and then I'll watch the second one. And then we're going to dedicate an entire show talking about it. I can't wait. We have me and Ash are going to go. We got a babysitter for tomorrow. We're going to go watch it. So, you know, wish us luck because I have a lot of, I have a lot of really bad, um, you know, just thoughts about Jake. I yeah. Just don't well, maybe he'll revive life. himself in the second movie. I don't know. Um, I mean, last we saw, like everyone died. Yeah. Like even even the dude who's supposed to marry the princess, right? Like his whole life, he's like, yeah, I'm going to marry this princess. Jake has sex dies. with her. <laughs> yeah. And then he just dies like really unceremoniously. Un- like that was his life. Like Jake yeah. got a lot. Like we like yeah, really Jake think about screwed this. Like, everything Jake, up. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm going to watch it. All right. All right. Well, we're out of here. Um, thanks for ending on that note. Really appreciate it. But I don't feel like I'm going to be the only one who leaves this show now and watches Avatar. I feel like you just feel like uh, there's going to be like a spike in, you know, in I views. Feel like no one's, I feel like you're not going to invite me back on the channel. Probably That's not. OK. No, I probably it. not. But it's, it's fine. We're, we're good. I feel like you did this intentionally because you don't have time to come on my show and you're like, hey, I know I'm going to get her to stop bugging me by just ruining everything. I'm going to screw up everything. Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> about Jake, Jake Sully. Uh, all right. Well, um, Oh, remind people once again, actually, I'll just remind them. So yeah, you just, you, you just yeah, don't talk anymore. It's grand thumb G A R A N D T H U M B. Just Google him. You'll find him. Hopefully you like him. Just be easy on the comment section. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.